I miss a green, for example, I'm already upset. When I find my ball in the bunker, I'm really upset. And when I find my ball in a fried egg. Fried egg. The dreaded fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg lie, I'm about ready to run off the golf course. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another edition of the Fried Egg Podcast. Uh, in our final Masters series, we welcome back Tron Carter from No Laying Up, DJ Piehowski from Scratch TV, and uh, we are joined by number one Sergio fan, the scores <laughs> Adam Sarson. Welcome on, guys. Hey, man. Thank you, Andy. Sarson? So- you're alive uh yeah uh, barely um but yeah no it's uh what a day you know they're they're uh i i sent this out on on twitter probably about i don't know probably 10 15 minutes after it was over but like i always thought he would win one but i never thought it would be this one like it it doesn't you know obviously super talented it never seemed like this was the one he was gonna win and i actually i'm shocked that he did to be honest like throughout throughout the first few holes even when he was like two or three up i was thinking okay well rose is right there fowler's still there i'm sure speed's gonna just torch the back nine and something's gonna happen to him but then it never did yeah you would think if you're gonna make a list it like starts with the british open but you know you you have to think that those windy tough conditions the first two days helped them so much get there because you know it, it kind of it gave him a nice start to the tournament where it made it just you know, so tough for everybody. And, you know, he thrives on that hard golf course. And, uh, but he, he, he didn't just, make the first, the first, like what, 23 holes or something. Yeah. The he, tournament. Yeah. I mean, he just, he, he hits it so flush. I mean, he, I, I was listening to Brandel talk about it and he was talking about his swing and how it, he had shallower, shallower divots this week than he'd ever seen. Which I mean, it <laughs> was true though. Randall's the best. <laughs> yeah. He, Do you think, man? I I felt like I noticed the opposite coming down the yeah. stretch. I felt like he was just digging on those last few holes. <laughs> He's yeah, always he some digging. Mega shackling on those last few yeah. holes. Awesome. But uh, you know, like I, I kept feeling like you you know kept going through your head. Oh no, not again! Because like you know the the shot on ten. Then the bad drive on eleven, you know, and then thirteen. He's in the in the weeds, and, you know. Seemingly, it's over, but the guy just had he had something that he's never had before. I mean, what what do you think's changed? Is it is it is this personal life thing blown out of proportions, or is it real? Uh, I I I think there's something to it. Um, he, he definitely does seem like he's, you know, more at peace with whatever he's got going on in his life. Uh, it has nothing to do with Sebi, um, in my own <laughs> opinion, but, uh, I mean, look, I, I, it's, he's always been, he's always been good enough. I think, I think your, I think your point about the first two rounds is, is a valid one. Um, he always thrives on hard golf courses and hard conditions. Um, 
which is why I was actually concerned about the weekend because it was supposed to be so much easier and, you know, the greens are supposed to get faster. And, you know, that's just not something that he's usually all that good at. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think anything's necessarily changed so much in, in his actual game. I mean, I still don't think any of us actually trust him to hit, you know, any kind of like a downhill eight footer. Like I, I don't, I don't think any of that's changed. I, I think it's, it's gotta be the personal life first off. And then, you know, Everything just kind of came together this week. No one, no one really made a charge at him either, outside of Rose, obviously. I think the best thing that I heard from him was, uh, you know, he was talking after his round. I know he's mentioned this in the past, but like, first of all, it was surprising to hear him say that he had kind of like penciled in himself for a couple of Masters, um, like back in the day. He was like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I I thought I would win a couple here, and then you know, it just the course blew me up basically for fifteen years. And, you know, he's made all those comments in the past about how he didn't like it and it was unfair and, you know, it gets kind of quirky and, and it just, you know, maybe it wasn't his kind of place, which is kind of all the reasons, like, we all love the golf course so much, I feel like. And it, it felt like that was the one thing he said was that he kind of let it all go and was like, all right, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. And so I think, like, in the past, he would have gotten some of those breaks he probably would have seen some of the breaks Justin Rose got to and just like completely <laughs> said, all right, here we go again. This is it's just not going to happen. And then that leads to more misses and more, you know, more bad putts and all that stuff. And it just didn't didn't happen this week. I, I was about to lose it when I saw the ricochet that Rose got on 18. And I, I couldn't believe that that actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was ridiculous. I mean, he had a great putt there. It was so interesting that yeah. that putt just stays on the edge that time, and then the second time around it breaks. And it, it's just that's the crazy thing about golf is these little like nuances and moments. Like he got that unbelievable bounce to get it in there, and then the putt doesn't move. And then second time around it, it does. And I'm just I uh, I think that I'm, I'm so happy Sergio made that putt. Um, to win the play, it, you know, like it, it just it felt so much better that he didn't just lag it down there to six inches. That was like that was like an emphatic, emphatic exclamation point on the whole thing. Like it was just a it was like a middle finger to, to all the haters out there. Uh, and even just uh, just the way that it went, like I'm getting too in, in the nitty gritty, but even just the way that it went in, we kind of like one eighty on the back of the cup and just shook. I mean, it was just. Perfect. It was so good. And the fact that he had so much, I mean, just so much up and down throughout the round. I mean, I feel like when you watch a final round like that, a lot of the times you can kind of, you can kind of identify the guy pretty early. I'm like, he's going to hold it together and win and whatever. And it just, I mean, the, the meter is just going back and forth all day behind, before, you know, between he's got it, it's going to happen. And there's no way like this is impossible. Here we go again. Just so, just so compelling. I mean, after, so, so on 10, he basically chunks the drive off the tee. He had what, like, he had like, what, 260 yards left? What, I think. It's like, it, I, right after I saw that, and then he puts it into the bushes and whatever. It's just, yeah, it was, I, I was, I was ready to just obviously pack it in at that point, but. Um, that play on 10 has to be like among the worst spots on the golf course to try to chip from. Oh for my. sure, he hit an Trying to keep unbelievable that bush over the bunker, running <laughs> away from you the whole time. He got a horrible I... bounce there because he hit like one of that was that shot 
was so insanely good and it got like a hard yeah. kick. Yeah. But like that oh, was what... the, the variables of like how bad like how much he could have messed that shot up to off of the like <laughs> sitting up off the pine straw. Like, there's there's so many awful things that can happen there. Like either same, same like, with it, eleven. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how we did that on eleven either. Wait, I, so crazy. You know, he almost channeled a, a little spief out there with the I way. I thought he, you were gonna say he almost channeled. I you were gonna say something. No, no, no. The way he, he limited damage from like just terrible shots. You know, like making par on thirteen was. I I mean, him making that putt was so yeah. big because you know I I think if he misses, Rose makes it and. You know, it's completely over. But, you know, that's the crazy thing about golf is there's there's so much little psychological things, I think. 13 is because, like, it's just so cool how much of the tournament comes down to that hole. It feels like, just from just a momentum standpoint. Mm-hmm. It feels like, like the, last, the last couple of years, I mean, Bubba, when he beat Spieth, it, like, kind of ended there this year. I mean, it just feels like... Uh, that's kind of always where it pivots. You know, this will piss piss Tron off is that Danny Willett last year parred thirteen every round. All right, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Then. No, I think it, no, it, it it usually matters except for Danny Why Willett. Why would that piss me off? I don't know. You just don't like anything with Danny Willett in it. I don't know. I, how, you Danny Willett was like so anything about anything. Like just, everything pisses you off. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> Danny Willow cabin. That was awesome to see. Can can we talk about the way Sergio played fifteen all week? Because what he did, I mean, look, he all, obviously almost jarred it from the fairway. Which I, I think I basically woke up my entire neighborhood when I saw that happen. <laughs> um, but did uh, it hit the uh, no, it uh, didn't hit the stick. But it was no, it basically did. it did. I think yeah. it grazed it. I don't. I, it, yeah. I feel like the it, it spin like bounced, got altered. And then it hit the stick on the way back up, but just barely, like barely glanced it. Yeah, I mean, even even yesterday, like he hit this ridiculous three iron from like I don't know, it was two hundred plus, and it was just like it was majestic to watch that ball flight. Like it was, like I I don't know, it just everything kind of seemed to come together. And then I was ready to pack it again on sixteen when he missed that putt, and it's just like. I, I've never, I don't know if I've ever actually experienced the ups and downs of a round before like this. Like, it was insane. You know, I mean, if you think about it, he, he he hit a decent shot on 12, right? I mean, he was, what, yep. right or left of the pin or 20 feet left or something? Yep. Kind of from there, he didn't miss a shot the rest of the tournament. I mean, well, besides the drive on 13. Beside the, beside the drive on yeah, 13. Maybe from the, from the wedge on 13, basically. So his... He had a, Perfect His wedge. To the drive two. on thirteen yeah. two was just totally like I thought the ball was fine. I mean the camera like they couldn't find the ball and then all of a sudden they showed they showed the pine straw and I was like, What? Like it's over there? Well well he <laughs> talked about that when in uh, in Butler Cabin when, when he was answering uh, Nance's questions too, because because he was right. Yesterday he did take the exact same line on Saturday and he absolutely just killed the ball over that on that ridiculous line that he took. It, it was and uh, I guess, I don't know, I guess he just didn't hit it either far enough or high enough what? and did it over everything. But, What's yeah, it was uh, it was the same line. Why is there all this technology on the Masters app, but not in the telecast? <laughs> like, because do, do, the do, ma- do you want to take that, Tron? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I was talking about this with Simon Phil earlier. It, it's like they, 
It's like the the broadcast is the last bastion of like uh, you know it, it. I don't even know. It's just it's it's infuriating how how opposed they are to showing anything with technology as far as the actual CBS broadcast. It's like that's the holy grail. And they can't mess with anything with that. You know what I think what... is happening is that the Masters is just slowly just weaning CBS out, and eventually it's going to be all on the app, all owned by them. Wow. Yeah, I mean, isn't their stated intention to have all? Why? Why would they give shot of every of every player for the whole tournament like readily accessible? That's a, well. That's my point. Is like, why would they let their app have technology that a telecast could easily have, and just blindly, you know, withhold that from them? Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Yeah, so. but they could do that. I mean, they're like, it's not like they're locked into some CBS contract. It's like a year-to-year deal, right? Like they can right. they can cut the core. I don't think they have to like needlessly sabotage CBS to, in order to justify doing that down the line. They can, I mean, they're, they're in the driver's seat with the relationship, you know? I feel like we're getting down the conspiracy line here. Yeah. We need to get back to the tournament. <laughs> so, uh, Sorry. Sergio so, 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 won the Masters, guys. So, 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 now that, hey, so, so now that Sergio's got the, the monkey off of his back, you know, what, what do you think, do you, at age 37, he's still got with the way he hits the ball, I think he's still got 15 years of, of good golf in him. Where? How many does he get? I think he gets a British for sure, right? Yeah, I think so too. Um, it's just so hard, man. It's so hard to predict all this stuff just because of the sheer fact that there's only four. <laughs> like, I mean, there's only four every year. It's like... How many, you know, if Rory won today, we'd be talking about how many Rory's going to get. If Dustin won, we'd be talking about how many Dustin's going to get. Like, there's only so many to go around for all these guys. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the issue. So, I mean, I feel like if he gets two more, one or two more, that's massively, like, that's that's massively capitalizing on what happened today. I yeah, I, it's it's just, it's... I mean, it's just so tough with, uh, I mean, the the talent at the top of, of, you know, the world right now, it's just, it's so good. I mean, you know, I, I would, I, I do think he gets a British at some point. I, I don't think it's out of the question that he gets a U.S. Open either. Um, but I mean, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard to predict. I mean, I, I never would have thought he would have got this one. So, I mean, it's, he, he has the game to win anywhere. I, I would, I would be surprised if he didn't get at least one more, but I mean, I mean, I, are, are we going to be that shot, say, if, if, if Henrik Stenson doesn't get another one? Well, I, because I, I, don't think more, I, because I don't think I would be. I'm more surprised if Sergio didn't win another one than if Stenson didn't win another one. Yeah, I think, I think Sergio, in general, Sergio's got more of a pedigree of success than Stenson does in majors, in general. He's got, I think, I think Sergio's a more talented player, like, Sergio, the thing that goes underrated with how great he hits the ball is, is how good of a pitcher of the golf ball he is. When I mean, like around the greens, there yes. probably aren't. He's probably one of the ten best around the greens with just pitch shots. And and I think Stenson, you know, he's one of the five best tee to green, but around the green. And I think Sergio's in a in a different career class than Stenson is. Agree. 
what and, and it's not like his game is going to be like it's like as guys get older some of them lose their their putting and all that like it's not like that's that's going to be a huge issue with Sergio I don't think with where like he's kind of already faced those demons and figured out the workarounds with those where I think that may affect him less as we go along here just because it's affected him so much already yeah I think so, he's you know it's not like he's going from being the second best putter on tour to the 80th best he's going to go from you know the 80th best to the 90th best yeah. or whatever I mean, you know, going to change all that much <clears throat> yeah I, I mean, what do you think how many more do you think he gets ah uh, you know I I think he I think he's going to get to three or four on his career and like when you think about Sergio I think when you look at this kind of era of golfer you know, in that Tiger realm, you know, he's going to be, from the younger era, he'll be number two behind, you know, he, he's got, you know, like in this kind of 10 years, if you take Rory as a younger generation and you, you look, he's going to be like, you know, two two to three in there with, you know, Phil, you've got, I mean, really it's Ernie, Phil, it's kind of weird because he's in a different spot than Ernie and Phil. But you look at, like, um, who he's in there, like Adam Scott, Justin Rose. Um, yeah. You know, this How kind of... How many Rose has? I think oh, that's, yeah, that's a good question. question. I mean, I, here's, a, here's, a, here's kind of the question I was thinking in my head is, you know, it, if we had a major championship at a, you know, big-time course tomorrow, are there two guys, or more than two guys you pick before Justin Rose in that championship like just blind we're going to play a big boy golf course uh, I mean this is stupid and I'm going to get roasted for this but I think I, I, mean, I would pick Rose over Rory right now I don't, I don't think it's I, crickets no I I, I mean I, I, I get I, I get what you're I get what you're saying um it doesn't make it. There's a cognitive. Well, what are we saying sense, for a win? Or but, are we saying for like a high? I'm, I'm saying you need a guy to go out and and earn money, like, like you're like the guy. It's not a crazy thing to say. I, I think what is it over the last three years? His his relation to par is almost double yeah. as low as the next closest player in major championships. So that's not a crazy saying at all. Like I I think Justin Rose when the chips are down at a at a you know, a pedigree golf course. I don't know if they're, you know, I think DJ, him, and Spieth would be my three. You know, maybe I might put Sergio in there too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with, with Rose, I, I don't have the, the stats like the in front of me time. or anything, but, like, it doesn't seem like Rose has any real discernible weaknesses, you know, and, and I think, like, I mean, obviously, like, we, we know the list of courses that he's won at too. I mean, there, there's no doubt in my mind that he gets one of these before he goes too. Like I, I it just seems like he's a perfect fit for this golf course. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, uh, I, I, I love Rory's game. So I mean, I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can take, if I can take Rose over Rory. But yeah, no, I think, I think, I think it's a valid question though. I, I, I think he's definitely in the top three or four. Guys, I, I haven't, I haven't heard a single word that anybody said since DJ or since, since Andy listed off his guys just because Jay Day was has not even entered the conversation which makes me so happy quickly like, becoming I feel like I'm just, I'm just 
I'm just doing psychological psych ops on you guys. So, so <laughs> the, I think I think I think that the if I was gonna say, you know, who's a guy that can go run away with a tournament wire to wire? Jason Day, Rory would be on that list. But if I'm talking like I need a guy to go out and play major championship golf tomorrow, Justin Rose is on my list. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, no, I, that's, I think that's floor, totally fair. His floor is high. I, th- well, I think also that the week to week PGA Tour setup is drastically favored towards guys that bomb and gouge. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's something interesting about Rose that he's. I was talking to somebody about this, and Day is kind of like this too. I mean, there's there's certain guys that are just like, no matter where they go, they're always gonna shoot ten under for the week, <laughs> like. It Rose is, doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to go shoot, you know, twenty eight under and win, win at Hartford or something like that. He's just, he's one of these guys that like he just, I don't know how you you kind of explain it. It's just when the courses get that much harder, he just it's magnified how much cleaner he is than everyone else. It's yeah. like Tron's boy Cooch. He does the same thing. You know, he's not clean though. Let, let's let's <laughs> let's talk about. Cooch vaporizing McRib on the back nine. <laughs> that was, you know, my top, my one of my top moments of of today's telecast was Cooch just taking it to the McRib on the back nine. How about that closing speed, Coocher? All DJ, all you I could think about both. there was 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 our boy Huber. <laughs> With that, yeah. with that Mexico story, will, I'll let him tell that somewhere down the line. But he said he basically. The point he, is that Cooch, Cooch he is says much Cooch more has this, this great this great motivational thing that he says to himself after he makes big putts and big shots. So, <laughs> but like just envisioning him saying that to himself is, it was it was a sight to behold. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean he just he stuck it in me. He was inside of me on the entire back nine. <laughs> I mean, did, did you guys catch his interview in Butler Cabin when he he managed oh. to talk about the Bridgestone logo on the ball? Like, <laughs> B on the Bridgestone. I was like, B is B stands for back door, not not Bridgestone. <laughs> so, and then and then somebody somebody tweeted something like like something really derogatory, like like oh like in your face, Tron Carter, and then. It, <laughs> Like, 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 Bridgestone liked it. Bridgestone, the, so, <laughs> damn it, guys. Come on. But that's, that's things you, you got to just take the good with the bad today. Oh, yeah. You got to be oh, you're sure. way in the black today. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then he was like ever present. He was, he pulled a bubba there at the end, just kind of hanging around behind 18 greens, shaking hands. Yeah. yeah. Kissing babies. So, he was uh, uh, watching watching his co-medalist come in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, who, I want to know what was this? What was the scene at Tron Carter headquarters and Adam Sarson headquarters? I mean, I am I am nowhere. I love Sergio. I am nowhere even in the same arena as you guys. Sarson, we lead that one off. There, I think you're the you're the emperor there, of the Sergio fan club. Were there tears? No, no, no. There, 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 there were no tears here. I, I, I'm not going to speak for Tron. Um, I, I was. I, I, I'll say this. Like my, 
my stomach was in knots for like 12 holes. Like it was, it was bad. Um, it was, it was real bad. It got, it got a whole lot worse when I saw him chunk that ball on 10. Um, because I just figured it was all going to come crashing down after he did that. Not only that, but then he backed off that shot from the fairway like three times. But that, you know, he was, he was the pretty much all day yesterday. Um, and through the first six or seven holes today, he he did none of that. No, and he looked so comfortable. Looked, and then yeah. was, as soon as he got to the back nine, he looked like a different human being. He just he just <laughs> kept backing off and backing off. It was just it was like it was like I was stuck watching him at like Beth Page in O two. Uh, it was, like, it was the same saying, thing. It. it was the yeah. same thing. And and it just I just I thought there was no way that it was that it was actually going to happen. But then I mean 15, 15 changed everything. Um, I thought fourteen was fourteen yeah. is going to go down as his most underrated hole of the week. Yeah, that shot that he hit fourteen green was like that was a shot where it was like you have to know with that pin where you need to land it, where it's going to feed to. That was perfect. 14, so awesome. Fourteen is such an underrated hole out there. It's so good. Yeah. It's fourteen so good and seventeen sucks. Dude, seventeen doesn't I like suck. It. I like seventeen seven. doesn't that, suck. That front, great green, dude, that bunker, that bunker is awesome. Where it is, like if seventeen and three switch spots, I would like seventeen so much more. You just, I think, I think Jake Jake Nichols was talking about it too. Um, I thought he said he was saying like switch seventeen and eight. Seventeen and seven. Seven's the worst hole on the golf course. He was saying switch because <laughs> yes. they're next to each other. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I I was absolutely paranoid that he was going to miss that putt on seventeen. The, oh yeah, the, the, uh, short yeah, the little like, short yeah, one. yeah, the short one. I, yeah. No, the the first yeah. one he had no chance of hitting. Like there was <laughs> no chance that was ever going. <laughs> How about his putt on fifteen? Throws. How did that drop? How did that? It did not look like it was getting over the front edge. No, exactly. You projecting your negativity onto the putt. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very clearly going in. I'm a negative. I'm a negative I golfer. Cool I think 17 is a cool hole because of a couple reasons. But like when you look at 13, is obviously super gettable. 14 is gettable. I mean, if you if you hit good shots, which is you obvious. need some girth down the stretch. 15 is gettable. 16 is gettable with that pin, and 17 like and 18 is gettable with that pin. Yeah. And so they needed like Seven, you need a punch hole that like. I was saying that it, it, I was texting with somebody earlier and saying like, seventeen's a, it's still like a it's still a mover kind of hole, just because it brings bogey into play instead of birdie. Like I, it's, well, it's all, I think it's kind of a heat check hole. Seventeen, yeah. Like where, yeah where you got, like if a guy's rolling along, like he's got to hit two solid shots in there. And I agree, it's much it is a much better hole in person than it is on TV. too. like it. Yeah. They they, they don't capture up. on TV like it's it's such a high point on the property and you know that's that's a cool green but it's just I don't know. you got to hit just you got to hit two primo golf shots there and that yeah. that yeah. front bunker is death it, it's, that's yeah. like the hard, one of the hardest shots in golf because you get that back in so fast and you got to get it all the way to the back it's it's impo- yeah. it's like a, and you can't blade it because then you're you're gonna make double. You know, you, but you, I thought I thought Rose hit a really good shot out oh. of that bunker, like, and it he just did. it was still yeah. what twelve feet short or whatever it mm-hmm. was. Like, I, right. he's crazy. He, he, he was, or somebody say like this is this is not a hard golf shot or something. 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, that's not a bad spot to be. You can bunk yourself. Yeah. So, circle back on your question. Aking's I, so good. I had tears. There were there were some <laughs> tears. It was just like, uh, he was so just, uh, just unvarnishedly, like, ridiculously happy. It was just awesome to see anybody like that. He had, I mean, he really had a, an instant reaction to all of, you could tell immediately if the shot was good or not. Like, yeah. just, just and, and, usually, and usually that's a problem with him because yeah. usually like he does that little, you know, he does that little groan face or like whatever it is that he calls it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He does that after every shot and it doesn't matter if it's good or not. He does it after every shot. But today, no, he was, it looks like he was chasing after pretty much every good shot he hit. Yeah. Every shot it was good. Down the stretch. Yeah. It's true. It's, uh, I don't know. It's it's the Masters that back nine. I think that it just shows the the how nice it is that they're every year it's hosted there because everybody knows the back nine and and it it you know the players know it and you know there's this just you know the casual fan knows it because they watch this tournament every year and. Yeah. It, it always seems to deliver the goods, you know, for the most and I know part. I'm going to sound like a PJ Tour shill here, but that's the same reason that I think the players has gotten so so good as well. Seriously, like, it's it's awesome for all the a lot of the same reasons. Like, the fact that you know all the holes and there's – that's a place that, like, they have turned, you know – we're not here to talk about the players. I don't need to – we can say that for <laughs> Forget it. It's all right. You can, can we, get your, can you can get your mean, plug yeah, in. It, it's the same <laughs> reason why the President's Cup really took hold those first few times too. You know, they played it at the same venue those first couple times around, and it really just captured people's hearts. Yeah. So uh, you know, <laughs> not to weigh this uh, conversation <laughs> down, but uh, you know, a couple guys had a little bit more disappointing of a Sunday. Um, so Spieth and Spieth and Ricky. Lots of uh, hope coming in. Lots of lots of words wasted by sports journalists everywhere on uh, on Jordan, and just just a tough tough day. I was I was in on the Rictator, and you know I felt the burn. Yeah, I was I was ready to lay the house on Jordan this morning. I was completely wrong. Yeah, I I, I was I was re- I was ready to do the same with with Ricky. Like I, I didn't. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't see it with speed. I didn't know. I don't know why. Um, it was weird though. Like I've never seen him have such bad speed control on his, on his putts. Um, he just, yeah. he didn't, he didn't hit any, like he wasn't, and it wasn't that he didn't hit anything. It was that he like, he wasn't particularly close to hitting anything. Um, at any point today, it was, it was just, it was really bizarre. I think Shipnuck, I think Shipnuck said, uh, I think it was him tweeted something that was basically like he it had the look that like he had just burned so much energy trying to get back to four under where he was that like today he just looked totally spent like he just, it just didn't have anything well it's nobody kinda, really there, like there wasn't really a, 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 a big opening at any point where like it felt like like I think if Rose would have really struggled on seven eight nine but like when the, when a lot of those guys and Spieth was already out of it by this point, but like more so Ricky and like even Casey and Peters and those guys, 
Like if if Rose would have stumbled on six or seven or eight and given him an opening while they were on you yeah. know, 11, 12, 13, 14, like that, that would have been huge psychologically. But I think he made those three birdies in a row and just kind of closed the door on them being legitimate contenders. In that yeah, I don't know. Got them to a point where they had to press too hard too early yeah. or something. Jordan was pressing obviously the whole time, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't really know. It, it was sad. Mucho sad. I feel like uh, <laughs> Spieth. So he, you know, he was really calm after he made that nine. He kind of just was just going about golf. He was just golfing, and then all of a sudden, he got into contention on. What did he do? He made uh, made that birdie on what was it, thirteen, and and then he birdied fourteen yesterday on Saturday, and then on fifteen, you know, you saw him just like something switch, and he became like that really talkative Spieth, where he's like, you know, getting at Greller, getting at his ball, you know, and just a different mentality. And then you know, he hit that great shot on fifteen, but didn't close the door. And he, I think it, there's something he got. He gets so like. OCD almost over you know stuff in in contention, but I don't know. He's still great. I mean, the, his his track record even with this T11. I mean, he played awful and still finished 11th. So I'm sure he's got to be considered. You know, him and Rose and Sir. You know, him and Rose probably are two favorites next year and DJ. Yeah, if I yeah, I mean, look, unless unless he you know, somehow falls off a cliff and, and doesn't play well the rest of the year. I don't I don't see how he's not the favorite to win next year. I mean he's he's still he, he seems to I, I was saying I can't remember who I said this to the other day, but it's like it's like it's just like Ben Crenshaw, honestly. Like it feels like he was made to play this course. And I and I don't I don't know what happened today other than it's just, you know, one of those things. Like he just had a bad day. Um you know, again, he his his speed control today was so bad, and it just seemed like he was he backed off a bunch of putts at least early. I don't know how much he didn't they didn't show a bunch of them towards the end, but at least early on, he just didn't seem like he was comfortable at all with what he was seeing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you guys uh, what what do you guys think about Rory moving forward at the Masters? You know, it's uh, kind of. Uh, once a course that you thought he could never lose at until that, you know, kind of epic implosion. And, and now it, it just seems, you know, he just can't, it's not, you know, he's got the game for it. It's just, you know, whether it's the short putts, is it, you know, the short putting? Because it, it, that's what I think, you know, Sergio did so well today was limit damage. And, you know, he, you can't give away shots at, at Augusta, like, and then magnify yeah, mistakes. I don't think the putting was Rory's issue this week. Like it seemed like he never, he never got comfortable. I mean, he hit some big ass drives, but he never got comfortable with, you know, kind of that drive you have to hit with taking taking a little bit off of it and just getting it in the fairway. Like he he didn't he didn't seem never seemed like he just got in a rhythm at all. He was just well, everything that's more. I, I agree, and that's kind of what it always seems like with him. There is. I think it is a putting thing because I think he kind of like this is a very intangible way to look at this, but it just seems like he misses a lot of like momentum putts. Like he'll get it going, get it going, get it going. He'll stick it to you know six feet for a birdie and a miss, and then it just kind of just feels like all the air goes out of the balloon and it just never gets it going. Whereas speed kind of feels like the opposite, where it's like you know it just 
every time he needs to make a seven footer for par to to keep momentum going, he does. And it gives him more energy versus yeah. taxing on Rory psychologically. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I don't know. It's, something was off. Something was off. I, I don't know. Every every time I saw like every time I saw someone tweet out like a photo of like Shaw Tracer today from or even yesterday from like the Masters website, it was always like. Rory just hit like a 375 yard drive and it's like, Oh, well he made bogey. And it's like, well, right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like I, so like, I don't know if it's, you know, again, he wasn't shown at all today. It seemed like on, on CBS. Um, so it's kind of hard for, it's kind of hard to tell, but it, it's, I mean, it's not a, it's not really a secret that he hasn't really been, you know, hitting his wedges all that well. Um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's something, I don't know. I, I don't know if he needs to just like Tron said, if he needs to kind of take, you know, dial it back a bit off the tee or whatever it is. But I, I still feel like his game is still too perfectly suited for this course not to win it, like win it at least once. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to click. I don't know what it what it takes I mean, for it. I mean, how old, Rory? He's 27? 27. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't expect him to be somebody that plays deep into his 40s, but at the same time, like, we're still relatively, you know, like technically he's just entering his prime. Yeah, so. but at the same time, you see like what happened with Sergio. I mean, Sergio has you know as mu- almost as much talent as anybody in the world, and it he came into golf like with yeah, his high ethics. But but that's but, what I'm saying. But, it's, but Rory's won. Rory's won what? Four majors. He's won three, right, or four? Four. 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 So. You know, it, I don't know. It's it, you get in these droughts, and golf's a golf's a different kind of game where it's it's not like it's not reactionary um, like basketball. It's not reactionary like football, where you know, like it's you're making these split second decisions with no time to think. You've got time before every shot, and it, it, I mean, it, it's a crazy little game in that sense where weird things happen, bad bounces happen, bad breaks happen, and you know, you can play a hole great and make par. And uh, I, I mean, I, mean I, I guess, I guess the argument for him not winning it is is something to the effect of, well, Greg Norman was perfectly suited to win it, and he never did either. Yeah. But, I, but I don't think, I don't know. I just, I mean, look, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't actually wasn't born when when Norman was really going through either um, when when he was when he was trying to win it at his peak. But I mean, it just, it just, I would be shocked if he didn't win one. I really would be. Yeah, Sarson, can we talk about your boy Hadwin? <laughs> what, 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 what about him? He had seven birdies today. He is a freakishly good putter. Like he is, he is so good on the greens. I mean, I don't know that that doesn't. That, this does not seem like a course that he could ever win on. But I mean, he's he's a stud, man. He's he's the real deal. Is, he birdie. I mean, he birdied, birdied. Uh, you know the. Three of the par fives today, but then he he, he had he birdied seven, eight, nine, and ten, which is pretty pretty solid. Um, you know, and I mean, he had a couple doubles earlier in the week, but this was his debut, right? This was his Masters debut, right? Yep. Is so, and he was the only Canadian in the field besides no, Weir, Mackenzie Hughes, too. Oh, uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Right. Okay. Okay. Who who are you putting uh, all your stock in I, I, of the Canadians? Is is it Hadwin? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's Hadwin. I mean, to to be perfectly honest, like I I still think I still think Graham Dillette has something there if he can figure out like 
he's still a good ball striker. He just needs to figure out what he's doing around the greens. I mean, he's, I mean, there was the, he pulled out of a tournament last year because he had the yips. I mean, that's, I mean, if he, if he can figure, if he can figure out around the greens and, and with the putter, I think he can still be something, but Hadwin, Hadwin's the guy for sure. What about uh, that Corey Sorry. Connors kid seems like a player on, on the web. Corey, Corey Connors, there's a Taylor Pendrith just absolutely mashes the ball. Um, there, there's, it's, it's getting better. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, I don't think, you know, we're, we're not going to be filling that president's cup roster anytime soon, but I mean, it's, uh, it, it's getting a lot better. That's for let, sure. Let me ask you this question. Would you say that this is the Mike Weir effect? <laughs> you, well, I'll, I'll say, you know what though? I'll say this, like people, like I can, I can see Tron just laughing right now, but you know, if you, if you, if you talk, if you talk to, you know, golf courses and, and whoever else who, who are in, you know, people who are in the game, the two things that they always point to are obviously Tiger having the impact that he had in the late nineties. Um, but Mike, we are actually playing well for that. What four or five year stretch from like the late nineties into 2003, 2004, but he got to number three in the world. Um, yep. and it, and it actually, like he did have a big impact on, on golf in this country for sure. Um, if you if you if you talk to guys like Hadwin and Hughes, they do they do mention Weir quite a bit as as obviously a big influence. I mean, they they still usually mention Tiger first, like everybody else would. But um, he he's definitely had a big influence on the game up here for sure. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, I bang on Weir a lot, but he's really. Yeah. <laughs> he's obviously had a he had a he had a few hot really like historically good years there. How many more majors do you think he has? Or ha- Sorry, how many more Masters do you think he plays in? But before he gets the letter? Yeah. I mean, he actually didn't play that bad this week. I mean, he had he that was what? In the cut, was he? He was he was close to the cut. Yeah, he was uh, flirting with it. He was flirting with it for a little bit. I'd have to look it up. No, oh, he yeah, he shot seventy nine on Friday. Larry um, Mines just earned himself like ten. He more avoided years. the big number though. I don't think he had. He didn't have a single double. I mean, look. I, if if they they let they let Larry Mize play forever, I mean, it's not it's Larry not Mize like <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's done yeah he's done well the last couple of years, but there was that stretch there too where he didn't do anything. I mean, favorite, one of my favorite things about this year is that Fred Couples is fifty seven, and Larry Mize is fifty eight, and everyone looks at Larry Mize like he's eighty nine, <laughs> making the. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of miss the days of like Charles Cootie and. Like some of those guys going out and shooting like eighty eight, eighty nine. Like I, there was, there was something that. just kind of demented about it. But what what would what would Gary Player shoot in this course today from from the back tees? Oh God, ninety five. Yeah, I'm gonna say well, I, was, I was telling you guys the other day that had a actually buddy Tom Alter friend friend of the pod. Uh, Played with Gary Player at his par three course in uh, at Big Cedar Lodge, Tron's place. <laughs> and, the rock, maybe. <laughs> Alter, Alter's like a two handicap. I mean, he's a, a stick, and yeah. Gary Player beat him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, gra- granted, granted, that was like a Gary Player, <laughs> Seth Rader signature design, though, right? <laughs> uh, uh, you, uh, you guys, you guys want to talk about Westwood rising to the occasion today? Shut up. <laughs> 
Totally. You know what? Totally. You 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 already you already got torched by your you know Westwood just being in in what? it in the thick of it all week. He was never in the thick of it. That's the point. He did exactly what I said he was going to do, which is like <laughs> hang around and cash a huge check and never ever ever be you know a factor. You know what? He beat he beat the most underrated player in the world by seven shots though. That's true. Everyone's got a bad day, man. He he's he beat. I think he did. He beat Phil. He beat. Oh, probably uh, Phil. Uh, yeah, he beat Phil. Yeah, he, he beat, beat Phil. Phil. <laughs> well, know? after Phil had lost his chance to win, he he packed it in. He didn't care. Anymore. I honestly, I think Phil was just trying to stack up Crystal. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Sergio Sergio's out as best player without a major. Westwood just is just anchored in on on one of those spots but who else is up there like is is Kucher a legitimate case of best player without a major he, he, he has he has a case i guess i mean <laughs> no because he doesn't like, play well enough in majors like he never can he never actually he's, can. this is his third top five at augusta yeah but like <laughs> and he won the players he won the players he didn't get to, oh, he won the players. He won the players. Come on. The best field in golf. He's won the players. He's won the memorial. He won a playoff event. He won the match play, I think. Yeah, he's got a WGC. Like He's a stud, Tron, despite your... despite your Wolter won two WGCs. Ramping. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, is it is it Ricky now? It's got to be. It's got to be the Rick Tater, right? Yeah, Come it's... Up. It's well, so that so that was my question then. Like, is there so statute of limitations? Obviously, like Westwood was the guy. He's gone at this point. Um, is it too early? For, it's too early for Rom and Peters. Then, like, you can't no. just no. They can't. You can't be playing like your first time around certain venues and be the best player without one. Player without yeah, but from a from a, I mean, if we're being technical here, <laughs> the best player to not win a major is probably. John Rahm, the best player in the world, did not win a major right now. What, what about Masuyama? He's he's in there. You know, Paul yeah. Casey doesn't win enough. Man, Brian Moore. It kind of there kind of isn't really like a bona fide outside of Westwood. Westwood's the only that. one that you're like. No, how, they're, all, they're all knocking them off. I mean, look at who the last major winners were: Sergio, Jim Walker, Henrik, DJ. DJ. DJ, yeah. Can, can can we talk? Can we talk about Patrick? West, West Patrick Reed. Hills, maybe. Yes. Can we talk? Can we talk right, about here, Patrick here, here. Reed missing a cut again, um, and still not having a top ten in any major that he's played? It's that hard yeah. draw, oh, man. You I, can't play. I beat a hard that draw. one to death on the No Lego Pot earlier. Just. I've, I've told oh, I've told Solly so many times that 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 Reed is basically just the American Poulter, and he hates every time I say that. Yeah. Uh, all right, going back to Kucher. Kucher has zero, <laughs> zero second place finishes in majors, one third place finish, three top fives, all in the Masters. He's 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 played in forty five majors. He has eighteen top twenty fives, one top three. And out of all those majors, I don't think he's ever. There's been one Masters that I can remember him actually. Having a chance, having a legitimate chance. Yeah, they missed a really 
bad putt on 15, I think. Yeah. I, I but, but of the of the players, like I feel like he's the only guy that like you know it's too young to put that pressure on Ricky at this point, you know, of like he right. needs to win. You know, how many majors has Ricky played in? I don't know. I mean, he's probably played in since twenty three times four, so he's probably played in twenty majors. It's like that's a lot of majors. Well, if you're if you're if you win and five percent of your majors Ricky. you played in, you'd be one of the greatest players of all time. You know. All right, he, like, he's played. Yeah, he's played in twenty two. No, he's played in twenty nine majors. Ooh. Made twenty two cuts, and he's got two seconds, one third, and five top fives. So. I mean, granted, most you know the majority of those were in 2014, which was a transcendent year, and he really hasn't done much since then. But yeah, he just never really, Ricky just never really got it in gear this week. He never hit. He like, was hitting it terrible. He was like just a slow simmer. Yeah, he, he was 42nd in strokes gained approach going into today, and then he he hit one at green in the first six greens. I think he had hit four greens by through 12. So. You know, you just I mean, got to hit greens to to make birdies and and come from behind. It's uh, especially with Sunday the pressure. But um, yeah, Patrick Reed, I really believe that he's got to ditch the draw to contend in majors because that that's, yeah. it just you can't. It's hard to hit it close when the greens get firmer and firmer and pins get more and more tucked because you're coming in with overspin. And it, I think, I think he's got to get a little bit more neutral of a ball fight. Like Ryder Cups, he's great because the setups are extremely easy and set up to make birdies. You know, middle middle flags. But I think I think Reed's got to got to get a more neutral ball flight. Uh, that's, a, that's a strong take. I like that. It's, think about DJ. He started. He started. Oh, totally, all these guys. Yeah, yeah. Sergio Stenson. Fader, fader, yeah. Faders eat filet. <laughs> Will I, I, DJ I don't, Fade work it against it, though? That's the question. I don't. I don't know that he needs to necessarily get rid. Like it's it's the There's type of draw, real- the type of draw that he plays. Like he yeah. slings it all over the yeah. plate. It's just it's like it's such an extreme draw that like I I don't know I. That's, it's, I, I'm I'm a little I'm also always like a little wary of guys who just like okay well I'm just gonna try to hit a fade now like it's it's not like I don't know it takes a lot of work to get rid of a that's a, such that's a veiled it. such a veiled insult at Kyber well, it's not veiled at all sub subtweet <laughs> uh, let's say this real quick by the way when everybody writes their previews next year about like having to hit a draw at Augusta, let's look at the guy that just won. Yeah, real quick. and the guy who finished second. And the guy who finished second. And the guy who's won six times. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know. That's one of my you, least favorite takes. You look at that leaderboard, <laughs> almost all of them were Only to be replaced today by should they move the Sunday pin on 16. Oh, God, can we God. talk about that take who, for who a Who said that? Golf Digest. Golf Digest. You want to you want to take that on Trump? Uh, I mean, what's there to I, say? I don't, I don't think it even deserves words and time, to be frankly <laughs> honest. You know, let's say, hey, what was better today or last year's Open Championship Stenson Mickelson duel? Uh, 
it's 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 Stenson Mettelson for me. Like I, I don't like I obviously I was very happy to see the result today, but I mean I don't from a pure golf standpoint there was I I don't think I'll ever see anything better than what we saw last year at the Open. I think it was yeah. today. I think today for me just because I knew the course so much better, and you know what's going on, and you know where the misses are, and all that stuff, and like it just draws you in so much more. And I feel like. Sergio is just such a better. Uh, he's a better main character. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, okay. So I, I'll, I'll qualify that. The story. Like, to, I agree. Yeah. The story I agree today is better. The story today yeah. is better. The actual physical golf was way better last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, well, and, and they were making like long putts last year, too. Yeah. Like they were. That's true. Like like they were they were draining everything. So I kind of was thinking about this. I kind of like that about today that you had these two dudes who just ball strike the cover off the ball. Yeah. And it's so dicey on whether they're going to make putts or not. That was so fun to watch. Yeah, because you're worried <laughs> on every like three and four footer with those guys. I mean, exactly. I guess Stenson, awesome. I felt that same way with Stenson all last year through that Open Championship yeah. every time he had a four footer. The thing that was, that was good about today was it, it went all the way down the stretch. I mean... You know, that Stenson, the Stenson Mickelson thing when he hit that iron on the par three that I thought he like pull hooked by the way he reacted and just handed the club to the caddy, but then it lands like eight feet away. It was over then. But, you know, today. I think the only thing they could have made today better was, and I know I'm kind of contradicting what I just said, but the only thing they could have made today better is if it was Sergio winning the Open for his first major. I don't know I, why. Like I feel I, like I, so much. It's just so much more his his uh, style. I feel like. All right. So what is? But, so what but is that's why I think it's the opposite, do? though, because it like, was never if, it was never supposed to be this one. Like if if anything, it was never supposed to be this. Like kind of like it, Phil winning British. Yeah. Like and I mean, look today. Like I, I said it earlier today too. But like at least on the front nine, it seemed like there was there was one player who was actually hitting good shots. Like. Rose, until about, what, seven, the first seven holes or so, it seemed like Sergio was the only one consistently hitting good shots. And then it was basically just Sergio and Rose the rest of the way. Like, every other guy that was supposed to contend today basically faded. And so, like, I don't know. It's, it was it was a weird day. The story today is, is amazing. But, yeah, I think I still think last year's was probably a little better. So, all right, so what's your prognostication on the next couple months for Sergio? Does he just go into, like, Laid back, shots over relaxo mode, or does he? he, just, he or just, does he try to keep the momentum going and parlay this into something? Bigger I don't know. Andy, have you have you been to Aaron Hills? Yeah, yeah. What's what's look there? I you know I don't want to compare it to Chambers Bay, <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I played it I played it like eight years ago so. You know, it's been a it's been a while, and they've done some changes, but it's really long. It's like eight thousand yards from the back tees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's like stupid it's long. Like a blast. Um, and it's uh, one, of, one, one of the things that was most impressive today was how Sergio drove the ball. Just how he just drove yeah. it strong today. He was hitting it far all week too. So far, yeah. I don't, I don't understand how he has up. that much lag and the and doesn't. Like and, the, and he gets that much roll out of those drives, like, like yeah, they were just going forever. Yeah, I mean, like, like the ball would just 
anybody else in the world, like, you just have that kind of lag and get that steep on it, even drivers, and the ball would just balloon on you. Yeah. He, he rotates, so. man. Rotates. Lag and rotate. But, um... <laughs> So uh, from uh, from here, you know, what uh, what do you think uh, as we go uh, forward? Like, is anybody going to watch the Heritage, or is everybody going to have a big hangover? <laughs> We're going to the Heritage. DJ and I are going to the Heritage. Yeah, we'll be um, on the ground. Yeah, I'll be boots on the. I love the Heritage, dude. It's like the chillest week after the cauldron that is the Masters. Uh, and, and you're just hating on, you know, you're hating on the RBC, uh, you know, the, the uh, Royal Bank of Canada. Here, you know, man. you know right, who's prime right for Larson. Who's prime for a win to, next week? Gooch. L- L- McDonald. RBC ambassador Matt Kuchar. Totally. <laughs> Fresh well, off the of last top time, five. the last, the He's last. Like, he already won on TBC Sawgrass. The last time that I stepped foot on. The grounds at the Heritage, Matt Kuchar hold out on the 18th hole. That was the last shot I saw. <laughs> was that so, when he made the bunker shot to win? Right. Yeah. But the, the bunker shot that would have gone like 40 feet past if it didn't hit the pin. That, hey, that, man, it did, shoot, shoot or shoot, man. Well, hey, if, <laughs> if that would have happened to Spieth, too, if at the deer, you know, he may never oh, have gotten his, that, uh, that his been tour card. Water, yeah. So, you know, that's why it's the thing. And the, the more you practice, the luckier you get, right? <laughs> I've heard Gary Player's name like 10 times too many lately. <laughs> well, you know, I, I hope you uh, extend, extend the olive branch this week. No, I, I think Kutcher and I, we're, we're going to have, at some point down the road, we're going to have some sort of summit and, and hash I, out our... I, I need to be there for that summit. I really do. I feel like, you know what? I feel like the the page has kind of turned already. I feel like Tron knows it's inevitable that eventually he's going to become a Matt Kuchar fan. But he's already, he, the guy. he's already in too deep. It's like a civil <laughs> war. He's already like, he's got, he's already <laughs> chosen his side and he can't go back on his word now. I might, uh, yeah, it, I, I'm going to get embroiled in some sort of bet sometime where I'm going to be forced to work Kuchar's, like, Skechers for, like, a year. And then you're going to notice how comfortable they are, and you're just going to just keep going with it. And then I'm just going to say, it's yeah. Walking, walking I'm gonna 36. Play, I'm going to play another, I'm going to, oh, another 18. <laughs> another, <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Uh, uh, should we play overrated and underrated? Close oh, this thing out? You guys you guys want to do overrated, underrated? That's a, I thought that's the fried egg staple. We'll we'll do we'll do three truncated version. We'll get it out of here. All right, we're going to start off with: Has Thomas Peters gotten overrated? Ooh, Darson, you you start. No, not at all. Um, he's he's a stud. He's he's doing he he's the. I can absolutely see him winning this tournament at least once. Um, and I would absolutely think from what, at least from what I've seen about Aaron Hills, like I, you can't be surprised if he actually goes out and wins that then in June. Yeah. I'm going to say under, underrated. Yeah. Guy, guy is just a phenom. The Belgian Rom. 
Agreed. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'll never go overrated on him. Um, that was a terrible one. But, that was a cherry. Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll go with uh, we'll go with Jimmy Walker. Sneakily top twenty this week, despite having mono. It mono. I missed that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So overrated, underrated, Jimmy Walker, Tron. I feel like you are ready to go on this one. Uh, I'm gonna abstain. I have too many nasty things to say about Jimmy Walker. I don't. I don't want to fall into a trap of saying everything's underrated, so I'm going to say overrated on Jimmy Walker. Yeah, I. I don't know. Like to me, like he, he's a perfect guy. That one-time major winner like Keaton or Duffner, and and I, I mean, he's he's a good player. I just I. I don't know. I think I think for the next like for the next like two years he's going to be an overrated player, and then I don't know what that means going forward. But it, it's I don't know. I think he's kind of. We were talking about guys earlier who you know. The the regular PJ Tour schedule is just so conducive to these guys who bomb and gouge and are a little sloppier and a little kind of, you know, just not as not as tidy, not as major championship. I know full well that he won one of the last two majors, but. <laughs> <laughs> the point the point still stands. I think he's the guy that goes out and shoots, you know, twenty six under in Hawaii and and wins those events. Yeah, Can we talk about how long him. his legs are. Like every picture I see of him, his legs are just super long, crazy. He hits it far, man. Yeah, he does hit it far. All right, uh, Masters food. Ooh, that's the good one. Are we gonna make a distinction on it, or just say it, just lump it all in, in general? We're gonna lump it all in. A whole, actually, it's, a whole, it's cable TV. We're just trying to start a fight. Lump it all in together. Uh, I'm gonna say a little, a, a skosh overrated. I think the I think the egg salad sandwich is underrated, but the pimento cheese is so overrated that. It just drags, it drags everything else down with it. I like the pimento cheese. I'm in on it. Uh, I've I've act well, so I've I've never been, so me, I can't really I can't really comment on it. I mean, pimento cheese, it's it it's not doesn't sound like it's something for me at all. I know Shane Bacon's probably gonna kill me over that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not for me. I yeah. hear they put bagged milk in as, like the, <laughs> as the base. They it's use so that deep. For the- that would make it so much better. Like you have no idea. <laughs> so, so last one is going to be a twist. What's the most underrated stretch of holes at Augusta? Uh, I mean, thirteen, four, three holes. Are we talking like three holes or like what? You can put. You could just three. Right, we'll say, we'll say three hole stretch. Underrated three hole stretch. So you can't say. Amen corner. That's not underrated. I if if yeah. I if I was gonna say like, if I if I had to pick one, I think it's one, two, and three. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I like I love the first hole. Like it's so yeah. so like it's so difficult. I I don't know. That was Third, awesome to watch on Thursday and Friday, just watching guys get ejected from <laughs> to start their day. And then, like so two good. like two two you should have you should have a chance to, to get at least one back. 
Um, and then like a potential, you know, yeah, it's, it's one, two, three. Like I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, so I was going to say three, four, five, just because yeah. I feel like people, I don't know. I feel like two is properly rated. People give it its due. Three doesn't get a whole lot of attention Four, but I would say three, four, five, but four just kind of, I don't know, four's too long now. And it's just the, the hole doesn't play as it was intended to be played. I don't think. But five, I think five is one of the most underrated goals on the course. That green is complex so awesome. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, I don't. This is an amen corner one, but thirteen, fourteen, fifteen are like three of the best holes out there. That's such a bad take. Though. That's you guys. No, I mean you guys have already covered it though. There's, there's, there's no. I, all, right, all right. Oh yeah. I'll t- how about this? I'll, I'll tell you six, like, seven, six, seven, eight is the worst. One of the top two or three. <laughs> Best par par fives in the world. <laughs> Number fifteen, one of the top five or six best par fives in the world, in my opinion. And then fourteen's a great hole. Like, There's like literally no other stretches I could have said that you guys didn't already touch on. So that's fine. <laughs> and, six, and you're trying to stay away from seven because seven's like a no. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Six, seven, eight is the worst stretch on the course. Yeah. It's uh, I was gonna go one, two, three. I think fourteen so underrated. No bunkers. Awesome hole. I think 17 yeah. under eight. I almost said 16, 17, 18. Uh, but I don't like six. Hey, did you guys see the old pictures of 16? The green? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's sweet. With the green. It was unbelievable. I was reading an article today that I, I just, I, I almost lost like all hope for society. Golf WRX did a, did an article, <laughs> an interview with Robert Trent Jones Jr. <laughs> Your boy, <laughs> It was it was called uh, it was called like looking at Augusta National through like binoculars, and it talked about how they were the royal family. And then he was like talking about the changes they made, and they're like, so yeah, we 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 wanted to make instead of bunker, you know, bunkers were supposed to be car crashes, so we decided take out bunkers and put ponds in. And you know, <laughs> just just like everything that's wrong. Did you guys with see it. those pictures on Twitter yesterday? The guy was yeah, the, the, the bunkering stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're sweet. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it's it, it, I somebody DM me it made a good point. If they went to that bunker style, the <sighs> golf course couldn't be it couldn't be so perfectly manicured. Then yeah, it, it, yeah. there's a disconnect. Yeah, that's what threw me off. Was that mixed with like the azaleas and like all the flowering and stuff. like it yeah but how cool did like 12 look where the bunker just goes up into the hill oh that was amazing it's awesome i love it it's just that's what it, it like would, it would be a weird juxtaposition it, to have it, that and like perfect everything else yeah they'd have to like overhaul the whole vibe and that's not gonna happen rob so, collins no, 40, 45 million dollars we're stuck with the ice cream scoop bunkers yeah <laughs> They should take out all the pines and make it, make it all sand. Also. Andy, can we talk about the pool? Oh. Yeah, I, I just I looked at it the other a second ago. Some guy won. We got to come up with best names. <laughs> some, some, <laughs> some guy some guy. Won. You heard it here first. Congratulations, some guy won. <laughs> well, I see. The guy, his picks were really good, though. Uh, you know who finished high? You know who finished high was uh, Poor Ass Obstructed Privates. <laughs> where my where my man Queef Boy <laughs> Queef Boy I think took a big tumble on on, on Sunday. <laughs> you know I found another good one. 
The moment was too big for a queef boy, I think. <laughs> yeah. So we got, uh, it was uh, Tyler Harper, Kansas 13 1. Um, let's see where queef boy is. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was my favorite name for just because there were so many names that were trying so hard to do something witty. <laughs> this dude just rolls in with Queef Boy. Queef Boy went from like 32nd to 932nd. He got ejected on Sunday. Kind of the William, the William McGirt of the pool. Yeah. It's... Uh, uh, it's uh, there were some good ones. I, I was a big fan of uh, Tiger's uh, Call of Duty squad. Yeah, <laughs> how did we do? Um, he was doing good, but no. How did we do? Yeah, we like, oh. like you. Oh, I got me. ejected. I was in. I was up in the high. Let's see, Sally. Sally finished four sixty four. Solly thought he won. He was yeah, talking on the podcast was, earlier. Like, he was like, dude, I think I won. I was like, no, he didn't. He DM'd me and asked me, am I winning or something like that? You didn't even have the winner, dude. <laughs> uh, Romulus and Remus came in, uh, <laughs> he came in 5,790th out of 6,000 entries. That was me? TJ. And, and a lot of those entries probably had probably had Dustin Johnson in them, right? Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's so hard to compete when you don't have somebody from the the good guy category. And then, Tron, you, you came in 4,500. 40, 40, 4, that's, that's not that much the, better. The weekend was not kind to me. No. <laughs> you would have you been higher up if you picked your boy, Coach. True. I thought about it, yeah. I I thought came, about it but I... I I came in 3,000th, and then, uh, Sarson, did you do an entry? I totally forgot to even enter. No. Believe Sarson's me. Queen, Sarson is queen boy. <laughs> you I wish. I'm queen I wish. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, great masters. We'll have to do this again for, uh, I guess, the U.S. Open. We can talk about how many bogeys people are making. And, you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> The that sounds great. Yeah. We got pool. I need to avenge my badness. So we should probably do a pool for the players too, just to we make should. DJ happy. Love it. <laughs> I'll see you guys down there. Yeah. Are all right, I'm gonna going? come strong with the President's Cup update too this week. See who's see who's <laughs> lined up to make the squad. Oh, I forgot that's your. Is that your thing or Solly's thing? That you're gonna get rid, just super into thing. the president. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the President's Cup's my baby. <laughs> Adam Scott stacked up some points this week. I think I don't think Adam Scott wants to play in the President's Cup. Char- Charles Schwartzel, you know, stacking up no, some Adam points. Scott will because it's a, he gets to stay in Manhattan for a week. He'll be like, oh, you know, I gotta chum it up in Manhattan. You know? Yeah, he's he's pretty worldly. You're right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'll probably he'll probably there's, a bit, there's also a big Adam, ass unit. What about Hadwin? Uniqlo outlet in Soho that he'll probably go hit. <laughs> the flagship store, I think. Yeah, I think it is. All right. Well, we're, we're out. Thanks for coming on. And uh, great masters. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. One week. Carson, congratulations, man. <laughs> Thanks, man.